Welcome, I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching podcast to encourage you as you walk with the Lord. This is episode 26, titled, The Coming Apostasy. In the letter of Jude, we read in verse 3, Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. A number of scriptures tell us in that the last days before Jesus returned, there will be a great departure from the truth. This is also referred to as rebellion, apostasy, and falling away. In 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 3, we read, Do not let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. 2 Timothy 3.12 In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those whom you have learned it, and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. The path towards apostasy is told to us in 2 Timothy 4.3. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. So let's break down apostasy. It is the departure from the truth. It is a sign of the last days of this age, voluntarily abandoning or standing in defiance of something that was once believed and practiced as true. It's a rejection of what they knew, and in fact, a renunciation of what was formerly held. The abandonment of the Word of God, the Bible, and denying the truth that repentance and faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord is necessary for salvation. In 2 Peter 2, 1-3 we read, But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the Sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping. Paul warns that people will deny the Lord who bought them. In other words, deny the central message of our faith that the Lord Jesus redeemed us through his once and for all sacrifice at Calvary. As we get nearer to the Lord's return, we should expect to see a growing hostility 
to this remnant in both the secular and religious arena. It is very important that we hold on to the truth of the Word of God and not what we personally think, feel, or are told is the politically correct or socially correct way to think. Hebrews 13, 7-9 Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial foods, which is of no benefit to those who do so. The Word of God does not require updating. It does, however, require our response and our obedience. Romans 12.2 Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. The Bible in Isaiah 59.2 tells us that our sins have separated us from God. It is true that God accepts all people, regardless of their past, to come to him and repent and accept the free gift of salvation offered to us all through his Son, Jesus Christ. It is absolutely not true that God says that all religions are equally valid and that all lifestyles are acceptable to him. In fact, God commands all people everywhere to repent because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness according to Acts 17, 30, verse 31. What is happening in many churches on both sides of the Atlantic is that we have churches trying to get people to come in by being entertaining, positive, and never saying anything that might be interpreted as being judgmental. In the process, Bible teaching is toned down. Sin is minimized. Sin that has become socially acceptable is not addressed at all. Repent, judgment, and hell are words that have been deleted from most sermons. Often, paraphrased versions of the Bible are used to present a picture of a nice, non-judgmental God who just wants to help us put the world right again. This nice God will certainly not bring judgment on a wicked generation or allow the great tribulation to happen, or send people to hell. But the truth is, you can't avoid the fact that the God of the Bible is a just God, and does enter into judgment with fallen humanity, and there is a day of judgment coming. Of course, such a message is considered very negative and threatening, and has almost become deleted from many of our churches in these days that we are in. The best weapon we have against heresy and apostasy is to know the truth well enough that when you read or hear something, you'll know it doesn't square with Scripture. Some of the signs of falling into apostasy are that you start believing in human experience 
over what the Bible says. Your Bible reading drops off, which means you'll be less likely to spot error. Your prayer life will all but dry up. You'll worry less about what the Bible says and listen more to what people have experienced. We must recognize that a half-truth is really a whole lie. A little bit of error mixed with truth renders it all useless. But James 5, 19-20 has a few words for us all. My brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. God wants our faith to be in him and in the eternal life he has given us through Jesus our Savior. I'm going to close with 2 Thessalonians 2, 13-17. But we ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord, because God chose you as first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. He called you to this through our gospel, that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the teachings we pass on to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word.